Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Amen. Well, stand up on your feet. We're ready to go. No, I am serious. Stand up. Praise the Lord, because we're going to take a minute and praise God. He wants to hear your voice. Such a great salvation and what he's done for you. God is in your story, and he's helping you through every situation. He's already paid the price for everything that you would ever need. So raise your hands. Don't look around. Just begin to thank him. Lord, thank you for saving me. Thank you for delivering me. Thank you that you healed me. You're my healer. You're my deliverer. You're my helper and ever-present help in times of trouble. Whatever I'm going through, you're right there with me, and you're taking me through. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Lord, <laughs> when I was lost, <laughs> I didn't know where to find you, but you found me. Amen. Hallelujah. You, <laughs> now I'm born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm prosperous in everything I do. I'm going forward, not backwards, because I'm forgetting those things that lie behind. And I'm going forward tonight in Jesus' name. <laughs> I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If we'll do that, he'll begin to work in your life. Don't go around saying, I can't, I won't, I, I don't have anything, I can't get it. No, you got it. If you got Jesus, you got it. And he lives in you, amen? You got the Holy Ghost that's helping you through every situation. And you begin to say that because he wants to hear your voice. Who do you say he is? Amen? Amen. He wants to know who you are. He wants you to tell him. Amen? They asked Jesus a riveting question, or he asked a riveting question. Whom does the Son of Man, you say that the Son of Man is? And the prophet, he said, well, you're one of the prophets, Jeremiah, Elijah, or Elijah, or some other one. But he said this, each one of them, who do you say that I am? Listen, he'll be who you say he is. I'm, I've been going through, and most of you know, I went, I'm going through a health issue, going through through. I don't take ownership, but I say he's my healer. And I say, thank you, Jesus, for you're my healer. I thank you that I'm healed by your stripes. That's a confession unto salvation of what he's already done. Amen. Amen. This is where the church lives. This is the word of faith church. Well, I don't see it yet, but it's on its way because he said it was. His word says it is. Amen. So we need to get excited about God in our life. Amen? Christ in us is the hope of glory. Don't be wishy-washy about it. Get up and say who he is. Not just in the church service. Amen? Not just when you come here and show off to anybody else. It's what you say when you're by yourself going through what you're going through. You say it. He's my deliverer. If you got addiction tonight, say I'm free. I'm going through. Amen? I'm free. Amen. Well, you may be seated. Praise the Lord. Can you take a little instruction? Seriously, can you take some instruction? Can you re receive instruction tonight? Because this is where we live. Amen. We didn't get saved just to say, okay, I've got all I need. I don't know about you. But, uh, I've been a Christian 47 years. Sandy and I have been married 50. We've both been Christians for 47 years. Amen. Second best thing that ever happened to me, right there. Now, she knows what the first was. It was Jesus. 
It'll all be the first in your life too, amen? But here's the thing. We're not done. Well, what are you going to do now? I'm going to keep on keeping on. Amen? Amen. That's what you do. You keep on keeping on. You, you get in the, in the lane you're supposed to be in, and you go through it. You don't jump off and say, well, I didn't get what I was supposed to have, and I don't think I got what I wanted. No. Are you doing what you do as unto the Lord and not unto men? For it's he that rewards and repays. Pastor Scott's been talking about that. When you get to heaven, it ain't about, well, I, I, I did this and I did that. No, did you do what he asked you to do? Amen? Now listen, tonight, this is a message that I've spoken on before. If you want to hear more of it, you can turn in on Wednesday night because I was prompted to do it again. It's building a prosperous soul. A prosperous soul, amen? We're made up of what? Mind or your soul, your spirit, soul, and body. Mind, will, emotions. That's what soul, that soulish area. And this is what John, the beloved, said in 3 John 2. Everybody should know this. If you don't, look it up. But he says this in 3 John 2. Do I have that up? I sent these. Oh, Matt's got it. <laughs> Down in, uh, where'd they go? Florida? All the way from Florida tonight. So, praise the Lord. But he says, beloved. Well, when he says beloved, you know who you're talking to. He's talking to the, the people, the church. He's not talking to the the, the, uh, the unregenerated, right? Beloved, I pray that you may prosper and in all things and be in health just as what? Your soul prospers. If your soul's not prospering, you won't prosper. Amen? So you want to know how to build a stronger soul. Listen, I want to give a, a little shout out for uh, and a little uh, commercial for uh, Southwest Believers Convention on I want you to watch Keith Moore, every service. I was up there jamming to it. He's singing tonight, uh, this afternoon, I'm free. Was that last night? Okay, it, was th- it said 3 o'clock. I thought it was the date, but it was last night. You want to be free? Listen to some instruction. And he, he's a good one to listen to because he don't talk about what you can't do. He talks about what you can do. And he said something on Monday morning. I was, man, it just hit me. Don't, <laughs> don't ask God to do something that he's already done. A lot of Christians do that. Like he's going to come down again and do what he did. Jesus said it is finished at the, at, on the cross. What did he say? Your redemption has already been finished. Everything I can do about that has been finished. And the next thing he said, which is so true, don't ask God to do something he tells you to do. We got a part to play. We got a part to play. Being born again is just a starting line. Now he says, you go work out what I've already given you in that finished work on the cross. Amen? So what he's saying is, if you're, if you're sold, your mind, your will, emotions are not prospering, you won't prosper. If you don't know what the, bike, the book says, you won't prosper. If you don't apply what the book says, you won't prosper. That's why James said, be a doer of the word and not a hearer only, deceiving your own selves. Well, I believe. I believe. Well, if you're a doer, then you'll begin to do something. You'll begin to say something. I remember years ago, we had a guy in, Pam would remember this, some of the others, and he talked about being a doer of the word. And he said, you look it up, and look it up, it says, poet, poet, be a poetic performer. Amen? Say what God says about your situation. 
Don't say what your circumstances say. Don't say what your problem is. Don't say those things. Begin to say those things that God says. I got you. <laughs> I've delivered you. I've saved you. I've redeemed you. Well, it's just not working. No, you say what he says. Do you know when you start saying, it isn't working, I can't do this, I can't do that? That's exactly what you have. Don't, don't say, talk about what you don't have. Don't talk about uh, what you can't do. Talk about what you can do through Christ. Amen? I can do this. Why? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And God never gives us instructions that we can't follow. Did you ever know that? He won't tell us. To, he's not like a father that says, try, tries to tell you something. You're a five-year-old, and he says, go out there and get in the car and change the oil. He ain't going to tell you that. God's going to tell you something you can do, right? And he provides, <laughs> that's the other thing, he provides the Holy Spirit to help you. Amen? So we have to keep doing these things and practice these things over and over and over if we're going to walk in those things. If we're going to be who God says we are and do what he says we can do and, be all that, and accomplish all he said we can do, we got to begin to agree with him. We got to begin, uh, in this full gospel, word of faith church, we got to begin to say what he says. Well, I need deliverance. Well, say this, I'm free. Jesus Christ has set me free. Amen? Well, I, 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 I'm sick. I can't get, I, I don't know why I'm not getting better. Well, it might be having to do something with what you're saying. Do you ever go around saying, Lord, I thank you, praise you. Why, why you're throwing up in the bathroom. Thank you, Lord, that you've set me free. I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Amen? Well, that sounds like you're trying to uh, mind over matter. and you're, No, that's not mind over matter. That's truth overcoming facts. The truth will always overcome facts. Amen? So we have to know some things. Well, what, what about a prosperous soul? Well, in Romans 12, 1 and 2, here's one of the instructions he tells us. I'll, I'm going to read it off, the, uh, off my phone since I don't have the, the, the rendering I want in, in, in the Bible. I got let me find this here. I don't have, I got a New King James. I want to read it off something else here. But Romans 12, verse 1, this is in the Amplified, uh, the classic Amplified. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decision, dedicate dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Well, God, make me, I'm going to get in this line, and it's, everything's going to be better. He's going to lay hands on me, and, and then I can do that. No, he said, you do it, didn't he? If I get in line, he's, I, I, I can do ex everything he tells me because I got somebody lay hands on me. And we certainly believe in that, don't we, for certain things. But, but you want to you you draw close to God. You want to get to know what God says. You want to change your life. Here's what he says in verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, this age. He tells us to do that. Don't be conformed. What's he say? 
fashioned after and adapted to its eternal superficial customs, but be ye transformed, it says changed. You know the Christian life is supposed to be a way of change? Well, I've been a Christian 40 years. So what? So what? Do you think you learned everything? Do you think you know everything? And do you think you've done everything and are doing everything that he says to do, right? Now, I've, I've told you many times when I preach to somebody else, I'm always preaching to me. This is how you stay on course. You preach to yourself. I'm going to give you some uh, instructions here because it's not, it's not ten simple things, but it's eight. <laughs> somebody remember that, ten simple things? Do you know I still have it on my desk upstairs? Do you know I look at it every now and then, ask myself if I'm doing those things? You want to go on with God? You want to go further with God? You want, <clears throat> you want to be exalted by God? How do you do that? Humbling yourself. Am I doing this? Or are you saying, nah, I don't need that? A lot of people do that. We got, you know, the Bible talks about at a time would come when people were going around with itching ears, seeking the things they want to hear rather than the things they need to hear. True? So it says, be transformed by entire renewal of your mind by its new ideas and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in perfect in his sight for you. You want to know what the will of God is? Begin to renew your mind. To what? To his word. Not, not, to, not to the social media. <laughs> not, to, not to the uh, mainline media. Maybe not even to some other preachers and stuff. Get in the word for yourself. And then when you get in it, begin to say it for yourself. For this is who I am. You know, a lot of, a lot of Christians in, in the uh, Christian community don't know who they are. You need a new identity. You need a new ID. You need to know, you get the real ID. You know, they, 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 they advertise the real ID. We've got a real ID on, on our license, you know. You got to go over and prove who you are. You got to take, we had to take our marriage license, our, our birth certificate. Some of you have done that, I think. And I don't know what else. We have a number of things. And... And then we go present that. This is who we are. Oh, okay. Well, we will give you a real ID. Well, we need a real ID of who we are in Christ. Amen? We're not the old person we used to be. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that. I'm a new creature. Say that with me. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Do you believe that? Well, if you believe it, just start acting like it. Say, that's right, Pastor Mike. We need to act like it. We need to act like who we are now in Christ. So anyway, Romans 12, 2, we're to be, be transformed. Amen? Now, if, if this, this series I've been doing online, uh, or have done, some long time ago now, I'm going to do it again, because I just felt impromptu when I brought this up to do it on, again. But I talked about what constitutes a poor soul. You ever hear somebody say, my dad used to say that? It had nothing to do with money or their social class. It's they didn't act, they had no sense. It's almost like they didn't, 
that's a poor soul, he'd say. Well, they probably had more money and everything else than we did, but it was a poor soul because they didn't know how to act. Listen, you can have a poor soul. Now, let me read some of the things that, are, that constitute a poor soul, and then I'll, t- then I'll read uh, things that, uh, that, said, uh, that helps you to have a, a prosperous soul. Amen? A lack of knowledge. Do you know a lack of knowledge can hurt you? Do you know if what you don't know can kill you? You could be running down the highway, and the road is out in front of you, a big ditch or something there, that's, the bridge is gone, uh, uh, rains have come, oyster bridge away, you don't know it. And guess what? You can go right off and get killed. I think I might have told this story before. My uncle, was, my uncle Gene was a, was a railroad, uh, uh, a uh, steam engine fireman back in the day, back way back, you know, steam engine, it had to be back in the day, right? And he's working a job down in Palestine. It went from Palestine to Blueford, Illinois, which is down by Mount Vernon. And, he's, and they would go by this house all the time. And this guy, just before they got about a half a mile from a, a bridge that went over, and the bridge was the kind it wasn't, uh, wasn't just, you know, like a, you see a car bridge and you go over it's a short distance. It was kind of a long and gated bridge where there was swampy area and then there was a river. And that guy would get out there every trip, highballing them, you know, giving them a big high sign. That meant highball, keep it going. And so one night it had been raining like crazy. And so they go by, and this guy's out there with, at night and, and swinging a thing. That means, that's a washout. That means stop. That means stop. And so the engineer just keeps on going. And so my uncle said, you better stop. He said, why? He said, that old man was out there. It always gives us a highball. He's washing us out. He stopped that. The whole bridge was out. If he'd have went off that in a steam engine, then none of them would have survived. At least the engineer and the fireman wouldn't. That's who was on the engine. So what you don't know, what you don't have knowledge of, can hold you back in life. It can hold you back from making money. Hold you back. You know, somebody said, well, I'm, you know, I like what Mark Hankins says. He said, I found out I'm, I'm ignorant. Now, ignorant isn't stupidity. It's just you don't know. So he goes around. He says, I tell the Holy Spirit all the time, Holy Spirit, I'm ignorant. Show me some things. Show me some things. Amen? Amen. Is this helping you like it helped me? This is what you got to do to continue your race and finish your course. Amen? Amen. So being controlled by the desires of the flesh. That can constitute a poor soul. Paul said, why do I do the things I don't want to do? You know, why do I, why do I always have this problem that I continually have? Romans 7 and 8 will tell you, but, but it's like, who can deliver me? Oh, thank God, Jesus Christ. Well, that's just the way I am. No, <laughs> you're being controlled. Number three, being weak, indecisive, double-minded. What's it say about a double-minded person? Unstable in all their ways. Why do you see people that one day are up like this and all of a sudden they're down like this? They're unstable. Doesn't have to be. They're double-minded. They say one thing, do another. Amen? Number, number, uh, that was number three. Number four, focusing on negative feelings. Well, how do you get negative feelings? Well, first of all, you're probably listening and watching negative things. Isn't that right? 
that will influence your mind, and you all of a sudden you're negative. You ever been around somebody, even in the Christian community, and all they talk is negative stuff, and you're kind of, man, I'm wore out. <laughs> I, li- I love you because I'm supposed to, and I, I, but I don't want to be around you all the time. <laughs> Seriously. You ever been around somebody like that? We don't want to be like that. We ought to walk around with a smile on our face. I, I love what Keith Moore said in that morning service the other morning. He was encouraging the people, and he said, look, he says, if I don't get everything God has for me, if I don't get healed, if I don't have my finance or my bills paid, I'm saved. It ought to put a smile on your face. I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. That blesses me. Now, one body said, are you, are, are you ready to go to heaven? I am, but not today. <laughs> it's like I'm not in a hurry because I got things to do. But you understand, that ought to, make, that ought to give you comfort. Amen. He even went on to say, if you, if you leave this earth early, before. What is it? You're, you're saved. You're in the presence of the Lord. Number five, refusing to change, defending past behaviors, and making excuses for yourself. Boy, that's, that's something a lot of people do. You ever been around somebody when somebody else... You were supposed to do something, somebody else. Well, I would have done it, but so-and-so didn't do what they're supposed to do. Making excuses. Listen, we, ought, we oughtn't to make excuses. We ought to face up when we missed it. Why? Because we have an advocate. We have, a, we have 1 John 1, 9, when you miss it, when you miss the mark, when you've sinned, when you've done things wrong, when you've transgressed. Lord, forgive me. It was me. Because you say you have no sin. It says right there in verse 8. You make him a liar. Amen? Number six, spending all your time on natural earthly things. Now, these are things that constitute a poor soul. Number seven, allowing emotions to control your attitudes and behaviors. See, what happens a lot of times in the the world we live in today, our emotions control us more than our will and and our mind. But we're made up of mind, will, and emotions. I always say your will is the, should be the strongest thing you've got. Because when you have things happen to you, you you don't like, I choose not to go there. I choose to do what's right. Amen? Well, they offended me. Well, your emotions have gotten away. Because I choose not to be offended. You know you can do that? You can do that? You can, and and if, you're, if you're right, let God vindicate you. Amen? Where was I at? Okay, number eight. Allowing fears, anger, uh, bitterness, gossip, and negative feelings to to consume you. You know, we don't, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Now, since I don't have a lot of time tonight, (laughs) I don't have a lot of time on Wednesday broadcast either, so (laughs) here's the things that constitute a prosperous soul. And you could add to this. I mean, I suppose you could. Number one. Be hungry to learn and change. What's it say in Matthew 6, 5, 6? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. They will be filled. Hunger and thirst after. Well, I, Lord, I want to know you more. Well, if I get in this church service and, and, I, and, I, and I go up to the altar and somebody lays hands on me, I'll get to know you more. No, you won't. You'll get to know him more by renewing your mind and drawing close to him and hungering after him. Amen? This is how we change. 
This is how we change. We, we draw close to him. He, he said, you know that scripture, you draw near, nigh to me or close to me and I'll draw close to you. I always like it like this. He'll run you over if you begin to draw close because his, his things are always greater than yours. Amen? Amen. So you begin to do that. There's other scriptures. We won't go into all of them, but read uh, Romans 15, 14. Be full of goodness and filled with all knowledge. Wow. What, what happens with people that, that uh, what, what does God say? My people perish for a lack of knowledge. Well, you know, I think one rendering says for a lack of revelation. You want, to get, you want to get to know him, have a revelation of him? Be hungry. Be thirsty. And learn to change when time comes. Amen? Be obedient to what he says. Ephesians 3.19, filled with all the fullness of God. That's what he wants us to be. Colossians 1.9, filled with the knowledge of God's will. Man, isn't that good? You want to, you're hungry. I want to know, Lord, what your will is for me. Number two, having a mind that meditates God's word and follows his precepts. Now, you know these scriptures. I'm going to read some of them real quick here. we got about seven minutes, so don't run off. Uh, Psalm 1. What does what it say in Psalm 1, verse 1? Blessed is the man or per, uh, person who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight, say delight, delight. is in the law of the Lord, and, and in the law he meditates, say meditate, meditate, meditates day and night. You think about him. You're meditating his scriptures. You're, uh, in the Jewish tradition, I think it is, they, they mutter. They say what, you know, the scriptures. Well, you're saying, you're saying those things. And you're going around thanking him for that very thing that you're muttering and meditating on. Lord, I, just what we did in the first of this. Lord, I thank you for that great salvation. I thank you that you saved me. I thank you that you delivered me. That I'm walking in the fullness of God. Amen? Amen. It goes on to say, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall, say it loud, prosper. shall prosper. How do, how, do, how do we prosper? As our soul prospers. Amen? Now Joshua, I'll just read this one. Joshua 1.8. This book of the law, his word, shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do all that is written in it, for then you will, say then, you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Not just success, good success. Amen? So these are instructions. These are, these are life skills and instructions. These are not just, well, I go to church. No, the devil knows that. You're no threat to him if you don't know the Word of God. And especially if, oh, I believe. Well, if you believe, what are you saying? Because that's what he doesn't want to hear. When you go around saying, I'm saved, I'm delivered, I'm free, I'm anointed, you don't want to hear that. You understand? This is how we, this is how we pursue a prosperous and build a prosperous soul. And it doesn't stop 
in a, in, a, in a short amount of time. It's a continual thing. This is a journey. This is a, this is a, a uh, cross-country race or cross, you know, it's not a sprint. Number, four, uh, number three, and I do have to hurry now. Having a disciplined mind that agrees with the Spirit. Uh, Romans 8, 6 says, To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Philippians says, Let this mind be in you which was also in, uh, in Christ Jesus. And it says, Adopt a, a Christ attitude of unselfishness, servanthood, humility, and obedience. That's right. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. Somebody's getting it. Somebody's saying something in this full gospel church. She's all right. She don't bother me. Uh, let's go quickly now. Number four, focus on godly thoughts and attitudes. Proverbs 27, 3 says, as a person thinks, so are they. Focus on those things, who you are. I like what, and go to Philippians 4, 8. I won't do that now, but think on these things. Think on the right things. Think on what God says. Don't go by what somebody else says. Well, the doctor said, and, and so on my teacher said, and no, no, no. Focus on what God says. Well, the pastor said this. Yeah, is the pastor preaching the right word? Is he saying what God says? Or is he saying something contrary? Because you hear enough of it, you'll be saying the same thing. I can't, I can't, I can't. Number, number five, confessing your faults openly and, and seeking change. James 5.16, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another. First John 1 John 1.9, I just talked about that. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Amen? Now we're talking about a prosperous soul. You'll begin to know who you are in Christ, not the old person. Then you can say, people say, well, I remember when you did, haven't you heard? That old person died, and I'm not resurrecting him. Number six, have any mind that is set on things that heaven and God are involved with. Colossians 3, 1 through 3. If you were raised with Christ, <clears throat> seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind, say set your mind, set your mind. on things above and not on things of earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. What is God and heaven involved in? Redeeming humankind. Reconciling the world through Christ. Giving us the ministry of reconciliation. Do you know that's the will of God for you and me? Amen. We're not just Christians to go to heaven. We're Christians to do something here on earth. Amen? We're to continue what started in that first church. Come on. Number seven, having control over feelings and emotions. 2 Corinthians 10.4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, to pulling down strongholds. Amen? Strongholds, something that's got you bound up. Usually comes out of your mouth. We have authority, don't we? What was that, number seven? See, I'm rolling along. Number eight? One minute. No, no, time just ran out. <laughs> Come back next time I preach, and I'll give you number eight. <laughs> Actually, go online, because I'm going to do this. Having a pure, positive, and joyous heart. A heart of gratitude, thanksgiving, and praise to a wonderful God. Amen? I'm telling you. 
get to a point where you go around just thanking God. Lord, I praise you and thank you. You don't, you, you know, I mean, do, if you're in a crowd and it, you can't, in a position not, just say it under your breath. Lord, I praise you. You're wonderful to me. You're my God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. A heart of gratitude. Many scriptures, there's a whole lot of them. Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord when? At all times. His praise shall be when? Continually in my mouth. Psalm 95, let us be, come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully. That's why we shouldn't be quiet in here when it's time to shout. Amen? When we're praising the Lord. We ought to do something. Be thankful. That's a way of being thankful. You don't have to run. Some, some of us, you might want to sometime. Just don't run over somebody. We do have insurance, but don't, we're not trying to collect it. Psalm 100, enter his gates with what? Thanksgiving. Into his courts with what? Praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is, is enduring everlasting. Amen? Do you understand that? We ought to say that. Stand up with me. I only got a couple more scriptures you can stand from. But listen, begin to thank his name. Uh, Hebrews 11, 6. Six, be a diligent seeker of the Lord and your soul will prosper and you'll be rewarded with success. Amen? Amen. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Amen? Now, I, I kind of added number nine. <laughs> submit to the Lordship of Christ and submit to those that are in authority if you want to be successful. Because I will tell you, I will tell you, if you want to walk in authority, you got to submit to authority. Nobody's the Lone Ranger. Amen? And when you do, you can begin to walk in the authority of God. The devil's not afraid of you. Remember that story of the seven sons of Sceva? When he, they tried to cast out the devil, he went up there and he said, Jesus we know and Paul you know, but who are you? Because they weren't doing it with with the knowing God, they weren't doing it with knowing Jesus or, or probably even Paul. They just heard about it. You got to know. You got to renew your mind. You got to trust God. You got to get your soul in, in, lined up with the Spirit of God because your spirit's been made brand new. Amen? It's spirit, soul, body, mind, will, emotions. Well, many times it's emotions, mind, and will. What does the psalmist say? I will, that's Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord. Well, it, nothing's going right. I will bless the Lord. I will praise his name. You get, you'll, get, you'll get God on the scene when you begin to bless him. When you begin to do things contrary to what he says, you'll end up having the devil show up. How do I know? I've been there before. Say this with me. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. I choose to serve him. I choose to love him. And I choose to be obedient to him. I choose tonight to change. <laughs> Keep changing. Keep changing into his image. So I might do all he said I could do. Say it. That I might do all he said I could do. Be all I, he said I could be. And receive all he said I could have. You believe that? Amen. 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 I, I didn't get the praise team up here. Can you come up? No, not the whole team. Just come up here, Cheryl. 
we're going to praise God just for a minute. I got, I, I'm borrowing somebody else's time tonight. <laughs> a couple minutes. Because I want, I want you to think about what it was just said, and I want you to make change. Listen, life is about change. You want to go on with God? You want to run your race to the end? You don't want to fall off? You know, well, I'm going to, I've, do you know people that have been born again 25, 30, 35 years, and all of a sudden, it's like they don't have a mind at all? I mean, go crazy. Seriously. Well, you know what? If you don't do the certain things, your part, don't ask God to do something he's already done, and don't ask him to do something he told you to do. And what I told, said tonight is what he's told us to do. Amen? Amen. So just, just take a moment, raise your hand, thank him for the, the great salvation. If there's anybody here that don't know Jesus Christ, don't put off to tomorrow because tomorrow may never come for you. And when tomorrow comes, it, it'll be today. <laughs> so we can't put off tomorrow what's, what he's called us to do today. Lord, we thank you. Praise you so much for your presence in this place. I'm expecting greater things out of myself and out of the people who just heard this message. Because it's things you want us to do. You want us to grow, be successful, be prosperous, be the light in the world. Live the gospel and preach the gospel everywhere we go. May it be so with this church. I like what one person said. Heard it said the other night. I don't ask for revival. I am a revival. Christ in us is the hope of glory. Now, if you need prayer tonight, I'll be up here to pray with you. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, don't put off, put that off. I can tell you from my experience, I waited 25 years over what I should have because I probably, I knew about it. I was 29 years old. Do you know I could have been dead in my sin? God doesn't want that. He wants you prosperous in all things. Can't prosper in all things unless you know him. So if that's you tonight and you don't know Jesus Christ, come up here, we'll pray. You know, it, he didn't make it hard. You, we make it hard. He said, just confess. What's your real sin? That you haven't made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. That's the real sin. Amen. So don't put off what you know you need to do. If you need prayer for anything else, don't, don't hesitate. But just, just take a moment and meditate on him. Thank him and give him glory and praise. Because he's a good, good God. Say that with me. He's a good, good God, and he's good to me. Amen. Amen. All right. I know you're wanting to go fellowship, but it's been good to have you here tonight. Praise God. I've changed. Amen. Amen. Have you changed? Amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.